Live from the Metal Mayhem Studios in Rochester, New York. We are gold. And heard around the world by metalheads just like you. This is Metal Mayhem ROC. Heavy metal music. Your weekly dose of metal music. Interviews, album reviews, news, and more. Want to be part of the show? Send us a message through our website, MetalMayhemROC.com. Or hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Search Metal Mayhem ROC. It's getting nice and heavy. Now, welcome our hosts, John the Vernomatic Verno and Metal Forever Mark. Oh, it's certainly getting heavy. It's getting heavy metal heavy. The Vertimatic with you. And welcome to this week's show. As always, Thursday night, new content drops. Visit the MetalMayhemROC.com website. There you'll find Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, however you get your podcasting content. While you're there, download some past shows, leave a review. That kind of stuff helps the bottom line. Sign up for our email newsletter mailing list. That will get you in the drawing for uh, free merchandise and uh, giveaways that we have every couple weeks. Tonight's show, we have a fun one. We're doing a new segment we call Heavy Metal Memory Lane. This is a chance for me to invite some listeners of both the podcast and the Metal Mayhem ROC live radio show that we have on Monday nights on thatmetalstation.com. Invite some of our listeners onto the show, and we what we do is we go and we find an album or a band that, we, that we're all into, and we have a roundtable, a discussion. So what we're doing tonight, uh, we're going to do Kiss Alive 1. The band just announced some new farewell tour dates, and they're seeing that the pandemic's getting over with. They're really turning the corner on a 50-year-plus career. In uh, late June, I think next week, there's a two-parter on A&E, a history, uh, an official, uh, you know, documentary on the band. Not that they don't have a million of them, but this one is totally uh, put together in conjunction with the band. And then there's talk about an official Kiss biop. Let me introduce Bill Lander, vocalist of the Death Rash band Order of the Dead, longtime Kiss fan, longtime buddy of the Vernomatic. Hey, Bill, welcome to the show. Hey, Vern, how you doing, man? We're doing all right. Listeners may remember Bill from the uh, Ozzy 40th anniversary from After Hours. Bill had a little testimonial on there. So uh, he's not a stranger to the Metal Mayhem uh, show. Good to have you. Uh, We also have from New York City. His name is Jimmy Neff, but I like to call him Jimmy from the Bronx. He's a super Kiss fan, and he's a dedicated listener on thatmetalstation.com. Our show and all the shows. Jimmy, welcome to Metal Mayhem ROC. Hey, thanks, John. It's uh, it's an honor to be here. And you are talking about my favorite group in the whole wide world. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? When uh, we were putting this show together, actually, Bill called me up and uh, he texted me and with all, uh, you know, show ideas. And he came up with this and we're like, we're going to do Kiss Alive 1. And I'm like... Damn, we got to get Jimmy from the Bronx on because, like you said. So, Jimmy, why don't you tell us a little bit about of uh, how you got into Kiss? Because you're the uh, the Kiss expert here. Tell us how you got into Kiss and share your story. Okay. Well, I was 12 years old. My, my friends used to always come over to my house, you know, to my apartment in the Bronx. We all lived together. And we always played records, you know. 
so with this older guy that we used to hang out with had this album called Kiss. And I was like, what is this? You know, you know, the first album with the makeup on. So we started playing that and we were like, wow, this is unreal. You know, and then in that album came out in February of 1974. And then their second album comes out hotter than hell that came out in October in 1974. So they put out two albums in 74. Hotter than hell. Hotter than hell was a good. I I liked Kiss Kiss a little more than Hotter than Hell, you know. And then we went to a, a Halloween party at my friend's house, and that's how we heard them. Dress to Kill came out in '75, and I heard Rock and Roll All Night on the radio on WNEW in New York. Allison Steele played Rock and Roll All Night, and I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, this is unbelievable. Jimmy, how old how old were you at the time? Four, I think I was four, well, thirteen. Okay, okay, sounds solid. Yeah, I'm thirteen or going on fourteen. Yeah, probably going on fourteen. Right? So we then we start hearing the promos for Kiss Alive on 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 radio here in in the city. You know, you know, we used to buy we used to buy Circus Magazine and Cream Magazine. Yep. Remember the old rock magazines? You know, yep, yep. and then. Then they started publishing the the new album by Kiss, you know? Yo, I heard Rock and Roll All Night, you know, from Dress to Kill. Then I hear this live version of Rock and Roll All Night. I'm like, I ran. I got that. I bought bought Kiss Alive the week it came out. Okay, well, I'm going to stop you right there. We'll we'll get to the Alive part. Let's go to Bill. Bill, how did you get into Kiss? And we're a little younger than Jimmy, so Jimmy has the the beginning, but we're not that far behind. No, well, uh, I'm definitely a little behind in that. I was about eight going on nine, I think. It was November of 1975, and I'd heard Kiss, but I didn't know I heard Kiss yet because what happened was my brother and I were with my mother at J.M. Fields, which was like a a department store like Kmart or Walmart before Walmart. And uh, anyway, I'm walking along and all of a sudden there it is kiss alive sitting there in the record bin. And it just screamed at me. (laughs) I was like, what is this? And I remember picking it up and looking at it and just being in total awe. And, and then when I started looking at the songs, I'm like, Hey, wait a minute. I've heard this. I've heard, I heard rock bottom and I heard rock and roll all night. Now, where did where would you have heard some of that up here in Rochester, the old AM? Yes, on WSAY AM station, and they they were pretty rocking back in the day. Yeah, Jimmy, we um, I don't know how it was in New York, but back in the early to mid seventies, before FM radio, AOR album rock radio made it big, the AM stations were jamming, you know, some of that Hendrix and uh, Grand Funk and. Uh, deep purple deep purple sabbath some of that heavy stuff even so, ufo i heard on there all right so billy gets into them when alive one came out now i'm sort of in the bill league i got into them when alive one was already out it was in fifth grade uh so fifth grade for us would have been like 75 75 76 yeah yeah fourth grade was the bicentennial so i first song i heard i remember hearing of kiss was live rock and roll all night from from the live album so so jimmy's ahead of us he's a little older and he uh he got into kiss from the beginning now 
Jimmy, so Alive One, tell us how you experienced and digested Alive One when it came out. I went, I, we, we had two, you know, we had, a, we had like this music, this, you know, music store in, in, in the neighborhood on Fordham Road in the Bronx, right? It was called Music Makers, right? So I went down, they said, well, the album's coming out today. They're releasing the album. I ran, me and my friends, we ran down there and we got to the Music Makers store and they had the album cover in the window of the store, you know, on display. So we came into the store. Where's the records? The guy said, oh, I haven't got the shipments in yet. So we had to, so it was like, oh, this is great. Now we can't buy the album. So we had to go across the street and go up six blocks. We went to Crazy Eddie's and brought the album. And uh, Crazy Eddie's had tons of them all over the place and stuff. I brought one. My friend brought one. Everybody had their own copy, you know. You you didn't share that album with people, you know. Oh, no, no. Yeah, everyone got their own. You know, yeah, because I I remember remember once I brought it to, I brought it to a, a, I think it was grammar school, high school. I was playing it in in a gym, and some kid, some kid on on a stereo, and some kid hit it with a basketball. I was gonna fucking kill him, you know, you know, like you know. I was having like a heart attack. Oh man, you scratched my right, you know, you ruined my album, you know. I'm gonna, you're gonna pay for this, you know. I was like in, in, and I used to. Oh, I when I was in when I was in high school, I had all of all. Of, the, you know the booklet that you had all the pictures of them the, that was all cut up all in my locker oh you, know? you cut that <laughs> up uh. yeah i cut i cut all them i know i'm a i'm a, I'm a fool today for doing it <laughs> but i still but i still have my kiss lunchbox that's worth a lot of money so i'm happy really you know? yeah i have a kiss lunchbox that's worth about seventeen hundred dollars all right it's a very rare lunchbox all right i'll be kiss alive lunchbox my lunchbox is rare because i have the spoon the fork, the napkins, everything in the set, you know. I went I went to a KISS convention and got it appraised once, you know. And I thought the guy was like trying to rip me off, you know. Oh, I'll give you I'll give you like seven fifty for it. I was like, no. No, and, no, that mm-hmm. shit you never sell. Yeah. You no, know, I still have it. I still have it and it's in the original box. All right. It's fu- it's fun because Bill came over for this taping up to our studios and he brought his Kiss Alive one. Bill, w- w- what's the born on date? Is that is that the one you bought at JM Fields? Yeah, November nineteen seventy five. The album had been out for two months, I guess. So Bill, so Bill, you got you bought Kiss Alive one at uh, JM Fields. Yep, and I I heard about it. Now, Jimmy, this is a fun little uh, vernomatic fun fact. When I got into Kiss was when Alive One came out and I was in fifth grade and I got into them because I was recruited to play Peter Chris in the talent show with uh, with my buddies. And it, uh, yeah, and so I remember I my mom didn't know it, but I borrowed her uh, fashion. You did the makeup? No, her fashion boots, you know, the big, you know, the big heels. And, oh, great. But that, that started my kiss fandom. <laughs> Nice. So, um, <laughs> oh, I, I went to I went to the Kiss reunion tour, you know, uh-huh. when they came back, you know, and uh, my uh, my buddy, we used to call him the Mountain. He came with me, and his real name is Ben. He's like he's like six nine, big dude, and he came. He comes down with the Godzilla boots on, 
You know, he had his own Gene Simmons Godzilla boots and he was wearing them walking around New York City with me. Where'd he get them? He he made them. He made his own Godzilla boots. (laughs) And we're walking around New York City. We're walking around Madison Square. Then it starts to rain. Don't worry about the rain. I got my kiss umbrella that lights up. (laughs) It's awesome. We're, We're walking down the street. People are running up to us like, running across the street. Where did you get the umbrella? Where did you get the boots? You know, guys, be careful. You're going to get hit by a car, you know, <laughs> guys got to be kidding. That, that the night of the reunion was insane. Uh, God, I think I was out. I went to both all the reunion shows. I, I think we were out. I think we were out to like four 30 in the morning and you know, partying, just going nuts, you know, well, all, all, all we kiss fans, you know, well, let's, let's talk a live one. So, Billy, what is your that we all love the album. It's just everything from the staring at the cover to the people on the back cover. And we've all just stared at it for hours. Yes. Let's talk <laughs> the music. What, what do you love about that album? Well, first of all, when I saw the album, I knew I knew it was going to be a rocking, you know, hard rocking album. And it didn't disappoint whatsoever and uh just from the very start of jr smalling coming out and saying you want the best you got it the hottest band in the land kiss that and just going into deuce that (laughs) unreal Uh, Jimmy, what about you? What, what do you um, what, what do you take away from? Uh, and we all have hundreds of memories and thoughts, but what about Kiss Alive One? Kiss Alive One was recorded in Detroit and Michigan and Cleveland, Ohio, and Wildwood, New Jersey, and Davenport, Iowa. So that's how this album. That's how they got. You know, they blended the album together from all of these shows. You know. The wild they played in Wildwood, New Jersey, and uh they they had to they had to come back you know, seven weeks later. So they wound up playing they wound up playing the actual concert in July, July twenty third, nineteen seventy five. They played with a band called Mushroom. That was the opening group at the they played at the Wildwood Convention Center in Wildwood, New Jersey. Bill, let me ask you something. Kiss was the the best at merchandise. 
what was your setup in your room with the Kiss posters? And uh, what kind of merchandise did you have? Well, between me and my brother, we had just about everything you could have. I, you know, we had uh, we had a, every poster you could think of. Mm-hmm. Um, I joined the Kiss Army in '76, whenever it started. And I had, I remember getting like all these pictures and all the stickers and stuff. And that was all on the walls. Yep. And then of course, later on, we ended up having the, uh, the kiss action figures. Yeah. Had to have those, but my brother, my brother still has them too. And, but unfortunately we don't have the originals though, that those got lost along the way. But, uh, but he had a stage that he built for the whole thing. If you remember I think I do remember that. Yeah, he built a stage and everything with lights and, you know, and I would take like firecrackers and bust them open and we'd have little smoke pots or whatever. I remember, uh, would you have the love gun belt buckle? Yeah, I had the love gun uh, that was Pacifica. Remember those nice belt buckles? Do you you still have that? My brother has it. I gave it to him because he had the rock and roll over one and I borrowed it and I lost it. Oh, all right. Well, you got to pay your dues. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy, you mentioned that you had the um, lunchbox. And the umbrella <laughs> that lights up in four different colors. Green for Peter Chris, red for Gene, blue for Ace, and like a, like a, a whitish blue for Paul. Oh, and, God. You had a- it, light, it lights up. The reason why I, it's a prototype, I have one of the first Kiss umbrellas that came out. You know, it's a prototype. Got to ask you, uh, who have you been for Halloween the most? You know, I've never dressed up as Kiss in my life. Really? In all my life. Why not? Yes, I've never done it. I've never done it. Jimmy from the Bronx, Kiss fanatic, has never done. <laughs> I have never done it. I've met. I've met a few with them. You know, I met. I'm. I went to. I went to a Peter Chris convention a couple of years back. He did a. He did a. a, a about his, Peter Chris's book signing. I went to this hotel in new york right mm-hmm. in, in midtown manhattan it was near near the garden and it was it was beautiful it, it was up and then you went all the way up on the rooftop of the uh of the hotel and peter chris played his band played you know he did like you know he did like uh you, you know his songs like beth uh hooligan uh hard luck you know woman. then he did then, then, then yeah hard luck woman he did then he did uh you know what, what was it out of control the albums and stuff like that but i i really didn't like peter chris you know like towards the end when they were getting like you know knocking heads with each other you know yeah like, you know like he was starting to you know you're really starting to annoy me you know you know you're bumping heads you're getting you guys are all partied out you're coked out you know jimmy let me let me ask you uh so you met peter uh who else ha- have you met the whole band I have the Kiss Killers album signed by Gene, Gene Paul, and Eric Carr. No, but okay. did you meet them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to I went to a okay. signing. I went to a signing, and it was Gene Paul and uh, Eric Carr. Eric Carr just joined Kiss. You know, mm-hmm. oh man, what a what a what a great guy he was. I mean, oh, Eric Carr, it's unbelievable. You know, and oh, we we're talking about the Kiss Army. We were goofing around, and my friend, my friend's coming up to me. And he always calls me uh, commander or colonel, or you know. He's and then Eric Carr, Eric Carr heard heard my friends call me colonel, and I 
And I said, all right, add these guys, you know, and we goof around. And why they, why do they, why do they call you com- Colonel for? And, and he said, oh, that's his rank in the Kiss Army, you know. And I, <laughs> Eric Carr started busting out laughing. And he said, no. I, and then Eric Carr, Eric Carr said to me, no, you got a new rank now. You're going to be like out, Supreme Allied Commander, you know, you know the Kiss Army. <laughs> that's and awesome. And we laughed, you know. But uh, he was a beautiful – I saw – I saw – I saw – well, when he first came to Kiss Radio City, oh, what what a show, man! I mean, you know, he was in the tank and all. Oh, it was great. Bill, have you ever had a chance to meet any of the guys from Kiss? I have not. I have not met any any Kiss members. Well, you haven't. Have you ever had a chance to, or it's well, it's only the one. The closest chance was the time when with with you, but I couldn't go, so my yeah. bro- brother T went in my place, which I'm very happy he did because he's a huge Kiss fan. He's the biggest Kiss fan I know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. I met Gene Simmons a few a few summers ago. Uh, Jimmy Bill was talking about. Uh, Gene was up here in Rochester when he was on a promotional tour for. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with. It. He has that that pop the gene simmons uh oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah the yeah. kiss soda yes. yeah so uh he came and uh i, I got tried getting it <laughs> uh yeah I, i've never tried it i have a four pack of it but um i brought uh bill's brother todd bill's brother todd's uh older than us and um <laughs> you know uh so uh i had two tickets i called bill because we've been buddies since <laughs> You know the seven. How, how was he? Cool? Or is he? No, he was cool because uh, what was going? <laughs> this is a funny story. So what they did was you bought the. It was twenty five bucks for the four pack, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you waited in line, and then you gave before you even went to Gene. You gave the four pack to a handler right there, and right. the and the guy would give it to Gene, and Gene would sign it. Well, oh, cool. Yeah, but but what I did, I was a little sneaky. I had a picture of me as Gene Simmons when I was in college and I taped it to the I taped it to the four pack. So when the guy the, the, this is uh, this is bad, but when the when he gave it to Gene, I was next to Gene. Gene, it was me, Gene, and Todd, Bill's brother. And I whispered and I whispered to the Gene as he signed the one side, I said, Hey, can you do me a favor? And he flipped it around. I go, can you sign this one picture? It's my late brother, and he was a huge oh. Kiss fan. Oh, I know that's a, that's great. Well, no, it's a it's a lie. I'm gonna you know God's gonna strike me down because it was me. <laughs> and, and so he signed, he signed that's it, and good. so so I'll post the picture of me, Gene, and uh, Todd, Bill's brother, and I'm whispering, I'm whispering to Gene. I go, Hey, man, you got about eighty plus years of fandomonium right here, and, and you see Gene pointing to me. He goes, You're the man. And so to answer your question, Gene was very cool. I know everyone has their run-ins with him and, you know, whatnot. But um, to me, Gene was cool. But listen, guys, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to play the uh, Metal Mayhem ROC fun game of Mount Rushmore of Metal. As the Vernomatic, Bill the Rager, and Jimmy from the Bronx relive Kiss Alive 1. Hey, friends of the Metal Mayhem ROC podcast, Vernomatic here, inviting you to get those horns up and to join us live Monday night, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time for Metal Mayhem ROC Live. We crack the vaults open and play the best of the metal from the last 50 years. Get in a chat room, meet other bangers from around the world, send me a request, and I'll get it on for you. That's Metal Mayhem ROC Live with me, 
the Vernomatic, Monday nights, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time on netmetalstation.com. Many have tried, most have failed, only a few survived. This is the Mount Rushmore of Metal. Okay, Mount Rushmore of Metal time. We're going to play Best Kiss Shows. Bill, get, let me have your four best Kiss concerts. Oh, wow. Well, and the, the first one's definitely uh, 1983, early 83. We saw him on the, uh, uh, oh, geez. Creatures of the Night. Creatures. <laughs> yeah. I had a little mind fuck there. But anyway, uh, yeah, Creatures of the Night. I was supposed to have seen him before that, but it didn't. It wasn't to be. They played in Buffalo in '78, and uh, there was a huge snowstorm. And <laughs> what the Dynasty show? No, before that, it was a Love Gun tour. Live oh, two okay. it was after Live Two came out. But yeah, I was a little kid, and uh, you know, my mom was like, "We're not going to Buffalo." Yeah, yeah. And it was a school night too. So, so anyway, so I didn't get to see Kiss till 1982. Okay, so awesome. um or eighty three, I'm sorry. So creatures. Creatures. Then uh let's see. I would say nineteen ninety six, the reunion tour. The reunion tour did kick ass. Yeah, was... that totally kicked ass. It was in uh Saint Petersburg at the Tropicana Field. Okay. Where the Devil Rays play Rays now or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That show just it freaking ruled. Seeing the original lineup and you know, they're wearing their old costumes and playing the classics and it was probably about 28,000 people there. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And next, I would say 2004 with you at Darien Lake in, uh, in, uh, near Buffalo. There. Rock the Nation tour? Rock the Nation. Yeah, tour. that was yep. a good show. Yeah, that was a really good show. And then I got to say 2016 at the Rochester War Memorial. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, that show was incredible. I didn't go to that one. I was working, but it was there was a treat because it was a small venue. Yes, show, it, and it was packed. We were on the floor. It was me, my brother T, and uh, Mike Lincoln, and we had a blast. It That's was, cool. Yeah, it was a great show. Well, like yourself, my number one, I'm almost vintage is Creatures of the Night. Jimmy, when we saw Creatures of the Night up here in Rochester at the War Memorial, it's your usual rock, uh, hockey arena, but it wasn't selling that well. So what they did was they only used half the arena, but they used the back half of the arena. So the state, so we are all in the horseshoe at the back of the venue. And so the stage was close and they had that tank really close. And so that, that show was kick-ass. Probably my second best kiss. Well, I have four. Um, the reunion that 96 was great. Just the excitement, the buzz in the air. And in no particular order, um, Kiss at Turning Stone Casino. That was a small venue. And that was, I don't know, it was like 10, 15 years ago. But it was within. But the my what else was in my top four is Kiss Animal Eyes at the Rochester War Memorial in Queensryche opened. And they're on their warning tour. I was almost going to say that one. <laughs> and I love that stretch of creatures, lick it up, animalize. I think those albums are fantastic. They are. They're great. So uh, th- that's ours. Now let's go to Jimmy from the Bronx and get yours. What do you got for us, Jim? All right. The first tour, 76 shows, the garden. 
was amazing. Both the reunion tours. The reunion tour was great because I was with my friend Charlie and uh, Gene Simmons flew in the air and uh, was doing the, the blood and my friend Charlie got blood on his sneaker. Really? Yeah. That's yeah, cool. At that, at that show. And uh, that's that's like the infam- one of my infamous Kiss shows. My friend Charlie never washed that sneaker for the rest of his, for the rest of his life. You know how Gene flies up at the end. He looks like a bat. Like, yeah. And the blood, and he was doing the blood. And then he was coming, and then they were bringing him back down. And and we, we were we were like seventh or eighth row on the floor, right in the center. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 the and the blood and the blood and he got the blood right on his on his sneaker. They were brand new sneakers, and he had the blood on his sneakers. So that was like we were going nuts that show. I mean, you know, my friend, my friend was like, "Oh, I got to take my shoe off. I can't walk around with this. You know, I got to make sure you know the blood don't come off. You know, and it was it was like red." It was like red dye or jello, you know, but, but I mean, it was funny. You know, we were cracking up, you know, stoned out of our minds, cracking up, you know, <laughs> my friend got bled on by Gene Simmons, you know, and, uh, uh, the reunion. Oh, oh, uh, uh, the Mohican sun was great on the monster tour. That was a great kiss concert, even, even though it's not original kiss, you know, but uh, they came out in a. Oh, you guys got to go to Mohican Sun, man, for a concert, man. It's like the greatest place. It's in Umptonville, Connecticut. Yeah, you know? I, I heard about. Oh, I've heard man. about it. It's like it's they got they have a stage. It's as big as Radio City, right? Huge, and the 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 seating is small. It's like a WNBA arena. It holds like fourteen thousand people. You know? Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, we went to. Yeah, we, I I was in the second deck for Kiss in like the third row in the corner, and. God, we we were melting from the flames when they when they shot the flames off. Man, we were sweating from it. It sounds you know? that that's, yeah, it that's sounds a, like a, like that, when we had the when we were at Creatures, it was the same way. Yeah, yeah. the fire every time it was you know it go off, you could feel the heat from it immediately. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, of and then oh, original oh, another original Kiss show was great. It was Dynasty it was a great tour. I know it was a, it was glammed out and all, but it was a great tour. You know, the Dynasty show was a great show. Now, who opened on that? And when you saw him, I think it was FM or New England. I'm not sure. One of the band, like I think the band's name was FM or New England. I'm not sure. Okay, I only ask because I know Judas Priest got luckily opened on a few. Well, maybe it was, maybe it was Priest, but it was two. Sh- I think it was it was two shows. I remember that we went to one of the two. I saw Kiss at Madison Square Garden on the uh, Psycho Circus tour. I did, I did too. I have to, I, I have the, I still have the, the, I still have the three D glasses that they gave you to look at the screen with. Yeah, I still have that, and down in the Vertimatic Vault, I still have confetti from one of the shows. I, I went to, I went to see Kiss New Year's Eve during the, uh, during the reunion. Brooklyn, played- Brooklyn Bridge. No, no, no! In, at the reunion, at the re, during the reunion, they they came back at the tail end of the reunion again. Yeah, and they played they played the Brendan Byrne Arena in New Jersey, and I was in I was in the second row, and they did a rock they did a rock and roll night with these huge kiss balloons and a kiss on them. I still have two of the the balloons, the, these black balloons that fell there. But it was a very sloppy show. Ace really was fucking drunk and he's falling all over the fucking place. And Peter, Peter Chris was pretty coked up and he looked fucking hammered out, you know? And, and fucking Gene was like pissed the whole fucking show. He was fucking mad because they were fucking up, you know? 
you know, Ace was supposed to do the part, like, you know, he was supposed to come in. He was coming in too late. Fucking Gene's fucking looking at him like, I'm going to rip your fucking head off, you know? Well, that's why they're not in the band anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, yeah, because they were fucking polluted, you know. I mean, yeah, you know, but, but, but I mean, but it's it, it's great to see that it was great to see them, you know, up close, you know. Bill, I'm going to ask you this now. So Dynasty comes out and there's a little backlash at '79. You know, Van Halen's coming around, things getting a little heavier or whatnot, and then Unmasked came out. What was your temperature on the band? Where I know it was the period we were finding other bands. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was definitely not into that record, and I wasn't even a huge fan of Dynasty. I, my brother loved it, but I'm, I just wasn't really into it. So when Unmasked came out, I, I know I listened to it a few times, and I was just like, eh. When was the last time you really gave it a spin? Uh, it's been a while. I actually, but I did listen to some of it recently, uh, within the last few months i would say well maybe we should both do a little heavy metal homework and we'll digest the album right. and uh you know maybe in the fall we'll have a uh reunion of us three and uh all right w- uh and then what you picked them up well obviously when uh when creatures, creatures. came out i was right back yeah into creatures it. Like, that and album kicks ass that whole run yeah until you know um I wasn't a big fan of the late 80s stuff. Uh, that's when they Crazy start... World or Crazy Nights. That, yeah. You know, they got a little too neon-y for me and Gene's <laughs> yeah, me hair. And, um, but, you know, that's a whole nother discussion. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Jimmy? You, uh, you know, you're a... Oh, cra- by the way, Crazy Nights was great. I went to see Crazy Night at the Ritz in a club in New York City, and it had no air conditioning at the show. Oh. And it was during the summer, and I went to both shows, and I think I lost about twenty pounds at each show, but it were great shows. Yeah, the uh, tour. The I, tour was cool. cool. I saw, him with, I saw him with Nugent. It was. It was yeah, cool, yeah, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. Ted, man. Oh God, Ted, Ted, and Ted. Ted was my. Ted was the first musical act I ever saw. I saw Ted and Aerosmith. You know, you know, you know. God, you could hear Ted. You could hear Ted. Uh, you know. In, in the next continent, he was playing so loud, you know? I mean, he, he was, am- I, 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 I loved Ted back then, you know? Like, I, I, I stopped listening to Ted about, after Weekend Warriors, I started, like, getting out to, out to, oh, no, but I want to make a point about Kiss Alive, too. After Kiss Alive comes out, now, now bands are putting uh, live albums out. You know what albums comes out after that? Frampton Comes Alive comes out. Yep, yep. Kiss starts like a trend on on bands kicking out live albums. They did. Now Kiss has done it, you know. Yes. Yeah, all the world's a stage was right around there. Oh, oh great! Rush was Rush, that was that was great. I saw R- Rush and Foghat. What a fucking show, you know. I love Foghat, you know. I mean, Rush was unbelievable, man. You know, I I I I, I only missed. I think I only missed three Rush tours, you know. I've seen them so many times, you know. Yeah, I started seeing them in '81, moving pictures, and in circling back, uh, FM opened Rush, opened that show. So yeah, FM too. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that band twice. I remember that band, and I remember a band opening for Kiss called New England. Jimmy, how, Jimmy, how old are you? I'm 58. All right, so you got those three years. Yeah. Well, I'm 53. Bill's 54. I'm 54. I'll be 55. You know, those are vital years, man, because, yep. you know. Like Sammy, you can't drive 55. No, uh. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a Roth house. So. Um, now, what was your temperature on the Dynasty Unmasked, that kind of bridge? I, I knew. 
I, I, I like some I like some songs on Unmasked. I, I, I like Dynasty. I like most of Dynasty. I love I love some I don't I, I'm not crazy about the Ace Freely songs like uh on on uh, like uh, Torpedo Girl. I hate that song. It's, it's one of one of Ace Freely's worst songs, you know. It's annoying. And uh, then when when they put out Unmasked, I said then then all of a sudden, oh we gotta stop. We got to start putting out a solo albums now and stuff like that. I'm like, what? You know? Wait, wait, no, the solos were earlier. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm even getting ahead of this. I'm thinking the solo albums put them off. Were starting to put them off track. I didn't. I was. I wasn't crazy. That Gene Simmons album is horrific. I mean, you know, freaking Cher is singing in the background. I was like, I, 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 I hate that record. You know, it's so stupid. I don't. I don't like Peter Chris's album either. It's absolutely garbage. You know, and they, and I see people. I see people defending that album. Oh, it's great. Oh, you don't know what you're talking. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. It sucked. <laughs> I heard that they did the solo albums because there was such friction in the band that Casablanca said, all right, well, let's get four solo albums out, release them on the same date and keep the brand out there. I don't know. I, 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 I still, I still, I still thought there was, a, there was, fr- there's fr- there was friction, you know, they're arguing over money. Who's making more, you know? Well, then the, the, then the, the movie, the, <laughs> Yeah, that was that one. It was that was a disaster, you know. I thought, I mean, that was not acting. That was a, you know, that was a joke, you know. I mean, oh, I still loved it though. I know. I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, <laughs> rip I and destroy. <laughs> you, you know, you know, you know what album was? I, I thought it was a disaster. For it was the elder, you know. Oh, that's another one. That was I mean, part I mean, of that. It's a great, a great. It's a great. You know, it has great tracks on it. But remember, it was supposed to be like a story. And, we need to digest know, that the, one too. You know, it was about um, you know, I'm gonna this boy and all this. They were gonna make like what? What is it like? Tommy was gonna be like, you know, it was horrible. You know, there were there were some good. There was like five five good tracks on it. The other tracks, like I can't stand uh, "Escape from the Island" or that was stupidest song. You know, then there's no singing in it. It's just this stupid metally shit. And it's stupid. It sucked. <laughs> Jimmy, let me ask you, who's your favorite Kiss guy? Oh, freely! <laughs> oh, 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 and by the way, I did meet Ace Freely. I met Ace Freely at the first Freely's Comet show in New York because he was out. Uh, I was standing outside of the of the uh, Best Buy's theater in Forty Seconds, Forty Second, Forty Third Street, and Anthony Esposito came, and him and Anthony Esposito was the bass player. He came out of the guitar, uh, out of out of out of. Uh, a car, a limo, like black limo. And Anthony Esposito asked me for a, for a light, for a cigarette. I lit a cigarette and, and then I turned around. Ace was right next to me like, Hey, how's it going? You know, man. And, and yeah, Ace was like, Ace was like, how's it going, man? Uh, man, you coming to the show? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just waiting for the door to open up, you know? And, uh, and, Anthony, Anthony, I, I, I miss, I miss, like, I like Freely's comments, like, you know, the earliest Freely's comments. I don't, I don't like Ace Freely putting out uh, every cover song that was ever made, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm getting tired of that, you know. Yeah. What happened when he, what happened, he just stopped making, you know, uh, what was it, he made that out Bronx Boy and all of that stuff, then he stopped making it, and then everything is Origins too. Origins, Well, you know? what was the last uh, original, Anomaly? He, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was a normal. But, but even still, the single was Fox on the Run, I think, and and it's like the latest stuff is all uh, cover songs. And I mean, God, give it a rest, Ace. You know, I mean, yeah. You don't, you know, you know. I, I want to see how you do. I want to, I want to see how you do playing with Alice Cooper, man. You better, you know, you better be ready, man. You know, yeah. You know, because <laughs> Alice, Alice is, you know, I, I seen how this Alice Cooper band. I love that girl guitar player, Arante, uh, Arante. Oh my god! Yeah. And, and and the the, the blonde, the other one, the blonde one, the other one, and that. The the out the out. I love that record too. With Detroit stories. I think that's really that's fantastic record. But, I'm not that deep into Cooper to uh, sit down well, and oh, listen. No, to well, well, Cooper, Cooper's like an I. You know, Cooper's on the Rushmore. <laughs> so it's the blue eyes the cult. <laughs> uh, well, we'll never. Uh, there is no wrong answer on Rushmore. So, well, uh, any parting shots before we get out of here, guys? Bill. Uh, just that, uh, you know, Kiss Alive, man, that's what got me. It, it's really the record that started me on my, my journey. Are you, um, would you go see him again? Yeah. Yeah. Probably if the, if the price was right. I saw him, uh, last before the pandemic, I saw the reunion. No, the I did farewell. too. And it was a great show. Where up in Buffalo? In, uh, Syracuse. Took tea up there to. Oh, okay. Lake yeah, tea. no, it was you know you know bombs and fire every two and a half seconds. And, <laughs> yeah, no, it was know, a great show. It was. Yeah, it was. no, it's they're like old friends, and you know what, and and the way things are going with you know people passing and this and that, you can't go back. And yeah. you know, do you care if like you know half the he's not singing half the crap and you know yeah it is what it is. Uh, what about you, Jimmy? You uh, you have some shows on the docket. You already have tickets, and you're- uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to I'm going to see my thirty first Kiss show is aug- in August in in Connecticut. You gonna uh, paint up the face and wear the costume? No, no, I'm no, I'm gonna I'm gonna wear I'm gonna wear you know my vintage Kiss shirts and stuff like that. You I know? just busted and, your balls and, and and my and um, I'll wear my Kiss sneakers that I have, and you know, and you know. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I went to when I went to Umtisville, Connecticut, you know, to see Kiss. They had the Kiss slot machines, you know, they in in the casino. They had the Kiss slot machines. I played it. I played it. I I, I played the Kiss slot machine, and, and I won uh, eight hundred and fifty dollars on the slot machine. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> at, the, at the Kiss concert, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, this old lady got up out of the seat, and they had a whole bank in them. They, they, you know, they, 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 they look like the original. They were all the original. And like, if you got four Gene Simmonses and you know three Peter Chris's, that's how you won the money and stuff. Like, yeah, I think I got like, I think I got like three H Freelys and I won like eight hundred and fifty dollars. I was like, yeah, nice. You know, that's it was awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I on a serious note, I do want to thank you for the support at the uh, uh, that metal station with the with the show. You know, oh, you oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Hey, we we we're happy to have you got you aboard. You know, it's great. You know, well, it's uh, it's yeah. nice to be there. You know, I I have a history in broadcasting. I want to get back into it. And yeah, Sarah, you know, Sarah appreciates you know all the hard work you do, and I appreciate it. And I like your podcast. I like your buddy's podcast, uh, Metal Mark. <laughs> oh, me- Metal you Mark. Know. I don't know where Metal yeah. Mark is, so that's I don't what... know where he is. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, uh, he... we'll, we'll, we'll send that an AP, uh, you know, an APB from. Yeah, him. he'll be back. Mark, Mark, yeah. uh, Mark has a lot of talent. It's just, uh, hey, you know, we're just uh, we're all here for metal. So, 
All right, Jimmy, uh, let Bill say goodbye, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, Jimmy, it was good talking to you, brother. Hey, nice, nice to talk to you, man. It's a pleasure, you know? Right on. Hey, thank you, all right? All Enjoy. right. Stay, stay metal, guys, all right? Yeah. You too. Keep raging. Take care, Jimmy. All right. Bye all right. now. So that's Jimmy from the Bronx. Um, the, he's got a he's got a lot of a lot of tales and a lot of uh, energy. Uh, what do you think of Jimmy? Yeah, definitely, man. He's uh, he's he's he is uh, the definitely the Kiss expert. <laughs> All right, well, Kiss Alive one, you know, it's my favorite Kiss album. Mine too, um, hands down, absolutely. If anyone has not gotten into that album, you got to listen to it. it. It's it's her best album. And it's still, you know, when you hear it, you know when an album's captured you when you hear it and you go back to when you heard it for the first time. Yep. A couple of years ago, Eddie Trunk was doing his uh, top 20 of a band's best songs. Yep. And he was doing Kiss. And I got on to, and I told Eddie, I said, listen, I'm not doing top 20 songs. I said, I'm doing top four but it's each song by each person. And I did Gene Deuce from Alive One. Right on. Ace Shock Me from Alive Two. There you go. Peter with um um Black Diamond. Yep. And for Paul, Hundred Thousand Years. All right, right on. Like That's... now when you hear Hundred Thousand Years from Alive One, yeah. I don't care who you are. That that screams kiss. 70s arena rock you could smell them <laughs> yeah so yeah and he's yeah he does his rap he's, he's getting the crowd riled up and, yeah yeah Bill the Rager, thanks for coming up into the studio and uh, your input. We appreciate it. All right, Vernomatic. Thanks for having me, man. Well, we're out of here. I hope you enjoyed this walk down heavy metal memory lane. And remember, Monday nights, the Metal Mayhem live radio show on thatmetalstation.com. Thanks for the support. And always remember to keep it heavy.
Metal for Life. Thanks for listening to Metal Mayhem ROC. Check out our websites at MetalMayhemROC.com and MetalForever.com for information on upcoming concerts, podcasts, archives, and all sorts of info. Please like, follow, and share with everyone, even your non-metal friends. Catch us next time on WLFE-DB Radio. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.